Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, it's uh, Friday. Good uh, morning. Uh, end of the week, so we're excited about that. Wasn't that fun yesterday with uh, Scott and Terry? And <laughs> oh my goodness, two truly two of my favorite people. Yeah. They're just such a joy, and it's it's contagious to listen to them and hear their hearts for God. Yeah. That so really, much fun. Really is uh, uh, quite fun, and uh, boy, there uh, Terry. Terry could, uh, if we had uh, four or five hours, we could. <laughs> she could, she could tell us all kinds of stories oh, about know, uh, right? about being a nun, uh, <laughs> and uh, her experiences. Um, she was uh, based on her description. Um, she was probably. Typical uh, as Maria in The Sound of Music. Yes, yes. Uh, and the stories she has from that yeah. time, so funny. Yeah. I read a, um, I read a, a book in a, in a commentary um, about The Sound of Music, which is one mm -hmm. of our, our family's favorite music and movies. We've been, we've, and we've been to Salzburg many times, so it's, it's beautiful to see it. I have a funny story to tell you about Salzburg sometime, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> and... Um, Maria was asked, the real Maria von Trapp was asked, mm -hmm. you know, were you really uh, difficult uh, in the convent? Right. And she says, uh, the, the movie didn't even come close to how, diffi <laughs> how difficult I was. <laughs> I think a movie could be made of Terry, though, for yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do so you say you have a story about Salzburg? I do. Yeah, we went, I, we've been a few times, actually, to Salzburg. But you know the gazebo in Sound of Music where yeah. they do the dance. Yeah, right, right. And they have so it. They still have were, that. They still have that by the uh, the house and the and the little yeah. lake there. They the moved the University it. of Salzburg is now where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's so funny. We went. You know, it's been. It was mid '90s that we went back over there again with my sisters, and so excited. We, you know, poor Dan. He and my my uh, brother-in-law were the only men on the whole bus, but we went on the Sound of Music um, tour guide and we went and we were so excited because I had gone as a child. I had gone in like eighth grade and my mom and I went into the gazebo and I leaped, you know, I danced and did the little dance and leaped on the benches and she held my hand and went around it and super fun memory. And so I, we were all excited to go. My sisters and I know every word to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so we were ready to, to go to the gazebo and dance through and we get there and the tour guide is like, well, you'll see that this is blocked off. Now you wouldn't believe there were tourists who would come in here and think that they could actually go in there and go sing and dance all around the gazebo. So we finally had to blockade it. And I was like, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the reason you That's blocked it. that off. That's it. <laughs> so, That's right. Your, your name's yeah. probably etched there on the... Uh, <laughs> Keep the, out, this, Kathy Riccotti. This, this Ami, uh, what they call over in Germany and Austria, they call us Amis, Americans, Amis. Um, we, were, uh, we did a retreat uh, in Salzburg uh, with a group. Um, we rented a castle, mm -hmm. uh, and it was magnificent. Um, oh, and these... Uh, the two owners uh, were Georg and Annika, mm -hmm. um, and they were, you know, serving us. And um, they had uh, this 180-year-old china uh, that was, you know, in their dining room. Right. Um, and they served us using that china. Oh, you're kidding. Um, and so I asked her, I said, you know, I said, I said why would you serve us? with that 180 year old China, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and she says, uh, you know, and it was just a matter of fact for her, it was like, well, don't you need to eat? <laughs> uh, and we, and we have them. So aren't we supposed right, to, aren't right, we supposed to use right. this? Aren't we supposed to use this stuff? You know, like we, oh, that's great. everybody else would have been, you know, don't touch that, that, uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, that we, you know, we use it. So use it, you know, so. 
I said, I said to everybody, uh, don't break anything. <laughs> uh, so That's yeah, great. Salzburg uh, was beautiful. And I've got, um, and we had Linda on the uh, uh, broadcast um, mm -hmm. and, you know, she's quite, quite funny. And so uh, we, we took her up to, there's a, remember at the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where Maria is out dancing in the mountain. Yes, yes. Uh, so <laughs> Linda uh, gets dressed up exactly like, like, like I Maria. I can picture this. <laughs> um, and we go out there to the exact same spot. Uh -huh. um, and I film her dancing to the opening of The Sound of Music. And, uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. Uh, That's great. Know, and only Lu Lucy Ricardo, you know, can pull yes. that off. And <laughs> it was quite fun. Uh, but as we, you know, we've been talking about um, the Holy Spirit uh, and being guided mm -hmm. uh, lately, you know, the last couple ones into all truth um, and the aspect of the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, as we're looking at abiding and we're looking at the relationship, um, a couple of important points to, for all of us to keep remembering, and we and we say this to our leaders and say to everybody that uh, is uh, in you know from our retreats and continuing to go to elective retreats, uh, is um, remember that uh, it's abiding in the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, it's relationship, not Bible study. Now we talk about centering, centering on the Word of God because He's already said, "Well, I've said things to you already that are absolutely true, right?" And I want you to center on uh, truth that I've already given, spoken, and uh, apply to things of your life. So that's always our first place, and it's important to be there every every day. Uh, in the word, because that's where life comes from. But right. uh, as you think of abiding, uh, everybody keep remembering the picture that he's portrayed here, and that is the vine mm -hmm. uh, and the branches, um, and that a branch is connected to the vine, who is Christ. And I, he says, "I'm the life. I'm the sustenance. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, all all that I have for you." And that's a twenty four seven relationship. Um, right. so it's not a, uh, cause typically the Christian community in our mind anyway, um, and even, even those that say I have a quiet time, uh, and I have mm -hmm. a devotional time is, well, I go do my time in the word. Mm -hmm. Um, I might even spend some time praying, which by the way, uh, we Americans are, you know, tri truthfully, we're, we're pretty awful at that. Uh, we right. re we really don't pray, uh, that much. Um, we go to church, and then I look at that as, as okay, I did that piece of my life, and mm -hmm. now I get to work, I get to life, I get to other stuff. And we really see it as two separate things, particularly as we have a heart to, well, I'm trying to obey mm -hmm. uh, what, those, what the Word says, but I, I typically struggle with that. Um, right. So um, they don't look at abiding as... Um, well, you're connected to the relationship, mm -hmm. uh, and that's 24-7. And our, see, our ability to connect is the Holy Spirit. Right. Uh, because when we, it says in Philipp, uh, uh, Ephesians 1, uh, when we become believers, the Holy Spirit is then deposited or placed within us, and now we have the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So that as we consider abiding um, it's that relationship that is present 24-7. And, and actually, we're, we're going to talk about a question that came up about this today, um, that because of our choice of abiding and what that really mm -hmm. looks like, uh, we either are in fellowship with that relationship or we're really not. Right. Uh, and when we're not, as a believer, you know, we're in Romans 8, uh, 5 to 8, we're at enmity against God. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, we put the death the spirit as if it doesn't function and we cannot please him. Well, why? Well, because we're back in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk more about that. But therefore, as he says, uh, well, I'm going to guide you into all truth. Uh, see, we, take, we tend to take the burden. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I got I to gotta make sure, I got to make sure, I got to make sure. 
And really, he just says, well, if you're, if you're with me, if you're abiding and you're surrendered and willing to let me lead, you know, don't worry, I'll lead you. Right. Uh, so that you're in discussions with him about specific discussions, thing that he, thing that, things that he wants to reveal to us. But during the day, um, and maybe uh, you could even think of uh, in your life how this worked for you, but he will, he will break in, what I call break in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll speak something. He'll remind you of something. He'll uh, say, stop. Uh, right. You know, uh, no, you know. Pay attention. Pay attention, any of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, to do that. So that um, uh, even this last week, um, uh, I was listening to uh, a person, uh, and he was just sharing uh, just some stuff. Uh, made a comment uh, that was just talking a little bit about his life and, and some things that, that he was just uh, operating in. And when he made that comment, I heard the Holy Spirit say, like you said, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, what he's saying is intended for you to now mm-hmm. take that because it's from me, and then you and I need to go spend some time on this. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. That's so, good. so it was really, and it was really, again, when you're abiding, it becomes really beautiful. It becomes really mm-hmm. uh, something that, um, and, and, I, and I'm not checking in because remember, we have the life of a toddler. So I'm not saying, you know, is what that guy's going to say for me? Is that what that guy's going to say for me? So I, I don't even think that way. I just. Right. I just know. You know that unction, though. You, I know you that, feel a stirring I, of the spirit. I know yeah. that unction that um, if he's going to speak to me, check me, tell me to stop. Hey, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing for me uh, is, um, you know, because I'm in certain business situations and um, there's things that are unjust. There's things that are not right um, mm-hmm. and things that are you know, my, in my mind, crazy. And, and I tend to go right to the, I, I'm a pretty direct person. So I'll tend to, you know, uh, set it straight or say something about it. And <laughs> there's a lot of times, you know, when it's happening and I'm about mm-hmm. ready to say something. Right. And the Holy Spirit would say to me and, and see, this is where, <laughs> this is where I see the beauty of the relationship with Christ being so uh, funny for me mm-hmm. is uh, he, his comment is if I was you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, that tongue. I, I wouldn't say what you're about. Now, if I was you and I mean, go ahead if you want to, but if I was you, um, I would suggest you, I would suggest you just be quiet, um, and say nothing at the moment, you know? And, and then right. because of, you know, that's how he kind of talks to me is when mm-hmm. he, whenever that's said, it's, uh, got yeah, it. Yeah. Got, I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. I can, I can hold my tongue. Um, this ought to be interesting to see how God plays this out. Um, but, you know, he, he leads us. And I know you probably had similar experiences where you've had that unction of things happen to you. Right. Yeah, that sort of thing happens all the time when you're walking with him. And that's the sweetness of it. And, and in all different ways and with different purposes. And even, um, you know, I shared when we were talking to Terry and Scott that that I recently been in New Orleans. Yeah. And even as I was walking down the street one day, we're walking, you know, just crowds of people around us and everything going on. And immediately I felt this prompting in my heart, just somebody who walked past, like pray over them. You'll not, not to go to them out loud, but as you're passing, you are, you know, you're someone I'm calling to pray. You saw the pain in their eyes, pray for them. Wow. And just in that moment, as I walked, I was able to pray for them and keep walking. They never knew the difference, but at the same time, that was a place God invited me in. And he just showed me a little something and said, yeah, that's something you can do because you're passing them, yep. you know, that sort of thing. And so it can look all different ways. Sometimes it's things like you said, it'll be a hold your tongue. And other times, you know, I was on the airplane um, recently and, and he just teed up this opportunity to have a beautiful conversation with someone that was extremely organic and just talk about, you know, what I knew of God as it was relating to, to his life and what God was able to do um, just from me listening to the unction, you know, he prepared my heart that morning to be ready and to be tuned in. And then lo and behold, he just delivered this, this conversation. And it was such a sweet, sweet thing to be able to step into what his invitation was because I was listening and my heart was ready. 
but it's not something I had to carry or worry about. It was just, okay, when I lead, you know, you're, I'm with you all the time. So speak what you know. Yep. And, and that's what he did. And it was beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. So that, um, you know, when he says, uh, uh, in John 16, maybe we, maybe we can read that again, uh, by the way, let's, let's read that again, just to uh, lay that out there for everybody. But this is uh, John 16, 13 to 15. And this is his, uh, role that the Holy, that Jesus speaks about. And by the way, uh, one of the things the Holy Spirit is going to be responsible for, particularly that, that he's resident in you, this is what he will do. So read uh, John mm-hmm. 16, 13 to 15. Right. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, it's interesting because he kind of portrays the essence of the the, the vine in the vineyard is uh, he says he's to lead us into all truth, guide us into Mm -hmm. all truth. But he only speaks what the father has communicated to him. Right. Um, And... uh, so the father's the vine dresser. Uh, he's the sap uh, that's coming from the vine and is, and is coming into us and through us. And he says, I'm going to guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. And so remember, um, as we are abiding, uh, it, it goes back to this fundamental um, desire on our part and willingness and a heart for to receive all truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, the word all truth there isn't, yeah, I'm just teaching you Bible truth. I'm just teaching you uh, theological truth. He says, I'm teaching you all truth. And, and the word there particularly means everything that is, is important to me mm-hmm. in my particular life and my position in what he is doing to have me uh, join him in his kingdom work. Uh, so that at any time, uh, he's going to speak. He's going to uh, check. He's going to uh, intervene. He'll respond, particularly as we're seeking and understanding, trying to get answers to questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what is he revealing to us in our typical abiding? Uh, and that's why, um, as I as I recommend, uh, that um, we, in a sense, have two pieces of our journal. Uh, one mm-hmm. is where we're abiding uh, in the word around something that he's, uh, showing us, uh, about, uh, a topic that he really wants us, what I call to camp out in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that, uh, you know, I'm going to teach you and reveal to you and, and have you experience, you know, with the two questions, which is why, you know, we're talking, we've talked about faith, right. you know, do you believe it? And then are you, are you experiencing it? Um, so that, um, as, uh, one thing I'm abiding in has been, uh, wisdom and peace and the connectivity between the two. So that's my place where I'm every day in the word, camping out mm-hmm. in the world, cross-referencing, uh, writing down questions, receiving, uh, his truth. And it applies to my life. And, and I haven't, I haven't been released from that because mm-hmm. he hasn't finished with that. Uh, and the right. and the finishing again for him is his time. By the way, his timing, because uh, it's directed by the vine dresser. He knows when the fruit is ready. Uh, mm-hmm. That um, I've uh, believe it, and I now understand everything that he's trying to reveal to me. So I always enjoy um, something that God is revealing to me at a deeper level. Uh, and what I have is my parking lot. Uh, because mm-hmm. as you're doing that, you come across other things that, ooh, I'd, right. like to, I'd like to know about that. I'd like to receive this. Um, so I write him down at the end of, in the back of my book in my parking lot. And then when he releases me, uh, where it says, okay, now you've, you believe it and you've experienced it, uh, now I can have you do the next thing that I have in mind. And I, and I don't say, okay, I'm going to go pick X. It's which of these or anything else that you'd like me to now camp out in. So... Uh, my Linda and Linda would have the same thing. So she's right. abiding, I'm abiding in something that 
uh, is going to be taking a while for me to really, you know, receive it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's either where he's put his finger on something, where he's inviting me to something new. Um, most of the time, by the way, when anybody starts this, Kathy, is um, his immediate desire is to free up, free us up. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually as people start to start this, um, it's, okay, let's go deal with your fear or your anger or your unforgiveness or the things that are roadblocking you to a freedom mm-hmm. of life. Yeah, let's go heal those up first. And that kind of happened right. to me. Um, and then once you get healed up and freed up, uh, which you will, uh, then he takes you to newer things. Uh, and sometimes it's not about, you know, I'm, I'm trying to correct something in you is I'm trying to deepen something in you. I'm trying mm-hmm. to have you go and understand something. Like when I learned about supernatural and learned about authority, right. um, that wasn't a correction. It was, I need to show you something about, and really it's more about me, God speaking. Or of who he is. Of who yeah. he is. Yeah. This is what, yeah. I, this is who I am that you need to experience and you're right. and you're now ready for it. Um, so that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, and so the so, and, and, go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say something cool back to my interaction with, that goes along with this. My interaction um, with the the young man on the airplane yep. is just what you're talking about. You know, I think I've shared on here how how God recently reminded me too. Da- your daughter first, Jula second, <laughs> and in that he had taken me back to Psalms 103, one to five, and um. That is the bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then it goes on to say, who forgives all your sins, who heals all of your diseases, who um, redeems your life from destruction and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good food so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Yeah. And he literally has had me in that passage for the last week and a half now, yeah. just really, really going through that. Well, so what was super cool is as I sat on the airplane talking to that gentleman, you know, one of the things he really has worked me as I stay in that passage, because he's like, I want you to remember, this is really what it's like to be my daughter too. This passage is what it's like to be my daughter um, and trusting me in all these places. And I want you to go back and, and, and remember how you've experienced me in this. So he had had me a whole you know, week before this trip in that passage, really spending time remembering those things and, yeah. and, um, and allowing him to just reteach me and, and all of that. So as I sit and I talk with this guy, and like I said, very organic conversation, can I tell you every one of those areas were things that came up in questions from him um, that I was able to then speak freshly with a prepared heart of how I knew God in that place. Right. Because he had spent the whole week before reminding me what it was to be daughter. So then my conversation with him wasn't, I'm bashing a Bible over his head. I'm telling him what it would look like to be a son of Jesus. Right. Right. You know, and, and it was just the coolest, but that was, you know, like you said, sometimes it's getting to know him deeper. Sometimes it's him preparing you. Sometimes it's course correction, but he always knows, and the whole process is just a joy. Right, right, right. And these, uh, again, as we look at that, um, there's no rush to anything. See, it's, uh, and there's no program. So that as I disciple people, um, I don't have a program for that. Um, right. Because that's up to God. My role is to come alongside and walk with them as they begin to understand abiding, mm-hmm. connecting to the Spirit, being led into all truth. Uh, and their path for them is going to be unique. And that's one thing we're trying to portray mm-hmm. is that uh, we're not suggesting that everybody go through these five steps. It's mm-hmm. just get connected, uh, get in the word, and start to experience the beautiful life. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to under, help you understand about the Holy Spirit is it's not something strange. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. something avant-garde. Uh, it's not weird. Uh, it's a beautiful way of him walking with us yeah. Uh, where we are and how we're built to communicate and to uh, express to us, um, I invite you to this beautiful life. Come and be with me. I love being with you. 
and again, one of the big questions uh, that, and I even, I was with, Linda and I were with a, a discipling group last night. For, we, had, we had a reunion dinner. Um, and um, and they were talking about amazing things that they've been getting in Revelation, um, and some of the some of the things they were talking about the aspect of obedience, mm. uh, and you know I'm being asked to do certain things, and you know and for my uh, to be obedient, and they're being led into pretty what I would call heavy stuff about the remnant and things that they are are to understand about it, um, and so but I, my question to them. Uh, which is my question to all people is fantastic. Are you enjoying it? Yes. Um, because if you're, if the answer is yes, you're in the center of that vibrant abiding mm -hmm. relationship. If the answer is no, then you've drifted into taking on a burden or taking on mm -hmm. a responsibility that God isn't asking you to. Uh, obedience is important. Because uh, that's going to lead you to the next step, but even He will provide that power for you to be obedient too. Right. Um, and so, uh, it's it's always uh, like you said before. Uh, even when you're being convicted, even when you're being mm -hmm. challenged, hey, Rich, uh, I'd like to show you something that uh, is the way that you're thinking and operating isn't of me. Uh, let me help you understand that. And see, when I when I hear that, it's like hallelujah. Um, he considers me ready to receive this, and right. I want to because I know, I see, I know the truth. If you abide in my word, abide in me, mm -hmm. you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm going to be set free. Uh, and by the way, it's not a difficult walk, so uh, it's a beautiful thing. And, and then as I was, I was trying to share about the two parts of the journal is, oh, yeah. we have this abiding, um, and then the second thing is we have lots of questions mm -hmm. uh, of life. Uh, what I call unresolved issues, uh, decisions that we're making, uh, roadblocks in the way, things that are adverse, uh, mm -hmm. not sure about. Um, and what Linda and I do is we put all those on a separate page. Um, and our abiding uh, is open, in a sense, 24-7. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, and at the same time, we don't every single day say, I got to go through that list and see if, right. if, if I did the right thing or I'm doing, receiving the right thing. It's because you're journaling it, uh, you're, mm -hmm. aware, you're aware of it, uh, you're, you're open to it, uh, mm -hmm. that something will happen tomorrow and it'll be this new idea, this new thought, somebody will say something, this information that I've had to go get comes in and it's like, hey, we've, we just moved this one now has more process to lead us into truth and then we go journal it uh and we mm -hmm. lend and i go talk about it uh right uh, and i love even your bringing i know we spent a, a lot of time um talking about journaling before but i think you're so right in the fact that you have written that question down yep. there are a lot of things there are, there are questions that pop into my head um, that I'll have forgotten that sort of thing. When I write it down, all of a sudden it is then highlighted for him to speak. And I pay better attention to his answer yes. when he's speaking. Yeah. I think otherwise <laughs> thoughts can flow in and out and right. without that writing it down. Um, even my questions for him, I don't really recognize that I'm looking for an answer to that. And right. truly there is something in writing it down that just helps me pay better attention to when he's speaking. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, when you do receive something uh, and usually mm -hmm. see, because remember you're abiding um, and we're not limiting our abiding to our, just our morning time in the word, for example. Right. Um, right. And we're, and we're used to journaling and all that stuff. But abiding is 24-7, so yeah. that the input, what he speaks, what mm -hmm. he reveals, what he shows, uh, can happen while I'm driving. I could be in a meeting. Um, anytime, anywhere. Anytime, right? at, yeah. you know, at night, wake you up at night. Um, you start to realize that he's guiding you into all truth mm -hmm. um, as he so reveals it and says, I have something to say to you. I'm going to say it. Um, well, the key is this. Uh, you do hear it today, and because mm -hmm. you said you're sensitive to it, it does register. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the key. <laughs> you got to go write that down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometime today, um, hey, I got this. You, it's, it's, it's knowledgeable. You're aware of it. It's clear mm -hmm. to you. 
you got to go write it down because uh, even though how impressed you were, oh man, this is profound. Wow, wow, this is fantastic. Right. I'll I'll always remember this. A week later, you won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you write it down. And by the way, that keeps you engaged in this particular question or issue that you're right. sensitive to. Um, and so uh, the journaling and, and what you hear uh, based upon the fact that he's going to guide you into all truth. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a, a question uh, actually from uh, a woman that's been uh, quite giving us some great questions. Uh, but uh, she wrote, and she's, she was uh, doing this out of the uh, discussion we had about mm-hmm. be angry and do not sin. Right. Um, and we talked about, you know, what God's view of forgiveness is and, sin and and uh what he does with sin etc so she got into the word uh and started processing and then out of that comes this question uh, and this is typical by the way of what happens when you get into the word uh mm-hmm. as you say well i'd like to know the truth uh, and she says how does god simultaneously not remember our sins uh, or deal with us according to our sins uh, which are the verses we gave uh, in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Hebrews, and Psalms, and at the same time allow us to be at enmity with Him? We were, we are in the self. Um, mm. Well, it's a great question. Great, great question. Because uh, again, as and this is the, this is, uh, and she's illustrating because uh, I know I know this woman. She's abiding. She's illustrating the issue of abiding uh, that you're drawn to truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and truth is written in the word, and you're going to see things. Well, um, the the fundamental question is, and this is where you where you we it's called the fear of the Lord. Is you say you have remembered no more my sin, right? At the same time, you say that it, it's possible that I'm at enmity against you because of my sin. Uh, how does that flow? How does that work? Right. Uh, uh, because the truth is that they seem completely contradictory. But again, the fear of the Lord would say these are both true. Right. Um, why? Well, because he wrote it. Uh, and everything that he has written is absolute truth. Um, so that we don't say, I guess it's not. I guess that statement really isn't true. Mm-hmm. because it's contradictory. Right. Um, and then what happens, because we, we go there, well, I guess that's not really true. You then drift off into, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know. And I can't figure this out. So right. I guess I just accept that he's, he doesn't really forgive me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you brush it off and dismiss the truth that's there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would go to, so really, and this is the way somebody would function with this, is that really then the only time that I really have uh, opportunity for a relationship is if I perform correctly. Mm. Um, and God says, no, no, it's way deeper than that. Uh, and so what uh, he's trying to help us understand, which, by the way, translates into how we function, is uh, he says there's a, a separate... Uh, understanding and a, a separate truth to the issue of forgiveness and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that they both can be true at the same time. Uh, and, mm. and again, we look at this and say, okay, they're both true. How can they both be true at the same time? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the same question. Uh, so I, I had to dig into it and, and process and Hey, Father, you know, how does this work? Because how can they both be true at the same time? Right. Um, And as I was learning it, he was saying, well, um, forgiveness uh, is one way. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's God speaking. That's me toward you. Um, And it's done based upon my nature, which I fulfilled uh, at the cross so Mm -hmm. that uh, in terms of forgiving you, uh, releasing you uh, from you having to do something to earn it, um, I forgave you. And I did that at the cross, and particularly the, mm-hmm. the, the verses in Hebrews 10, uh, 10 to 18, 
says, I did that once and for all. Right. Uh, everybody in the world, uh, including everybody to be yet to be born, has been forgiven. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember their sins uh, no more. So that what, the, what it says is that um, I've released you, uh, this is from God speaking, from the requirement to have to earn anything. Right. Because, fact, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say something that I learned that, that made this point you're talking about so much more clear to me at one point. I was pressing into it too. And because I was struggling with, you know, I remember this no more, but he's omnipotent. Yeah. How could he yeah. actually forget anything? That yeah. makes zero yeah, sense right. to me. And I looked up and that word for remember was mimnesco. And it literally means to choose not to use against you. Right. And so it's not that he forgets in the sense that we think of forget, like I'm forgetful. Right. It is that he, he sees it and he chooses not to use it against us. Right. That is a very different thing. But anyway, yes. go ahead. No, I just, that's right. That uh, helped me make sense of it. I'm like, okay, that, that's helpful. Yeah, exactly. Know? That uh, he chooses uh, not, the, not to keep that against us because remember the requirement is perfection. Yes. Uh, so in order for me to, God speaking, to release that requirement, which he says mm -hmm. in Hebrews 11, or excuse me, in Colossians 2, 11 to 15, um, I've forgiven all your sins and I have uh, taken away the requirement that mm -hmm. is against you and I nailed it to the cross. Right. Uh, so these go together and says, uh, what I've done is um, I choose because of my heart not to let this keep us from relationship because mm -hmm. uh, the requirement would be perfection. Right. Uh, and really what, I'm, what God would be saying is in order for you to ever have a relationship with me, you'd have to reach that level of, of perfection and then mm -hmm. I'll, I'll release it. He says it goes the opposite. It's really interesting. It's really uh, uh, wonderful. I, he says I did the opposite. I did the opposite perspective is I released mm -hmm. it. Right. Now come and have a relationship with me. Mm -hmm. um, so that as we, um, uh, in our life, that's why he said forgiveness is such a critical piece of be angry and do not sin. Such a critical, mm -hmm. critical piece of life is uh, forgiveness is you, we individuals, we humans, mm -hmm. uh, joining him with his nature that I choose not to require them right. to do something and I'm now freed up from the burden of that because now mm -hmm. I can go to the second step. Right. Um, and I have, I'm in the same place that God did. And remember when he, when he did it all once and for all at the cross, he forgave uh, everybody. And in a sense, what he says, I choose not to hold your sin against you mm -hmm. for everybody, which is, you know, Hitler, Saddam Hussein, serial killer, murderer, uh, adulterer. And the cookie stealer that wrote in the and, other and day. And the cookie stealer, <laughs> you, me, you know, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that, um, see, it's already been done. Mm -hmm. uh, finished, completed. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's true. Now, what about the other side of it? Um, right. He invites us uh, to say, because I've done this. Mm-hmm. I now invite you to enjoy the relationship that I offer you. And now it becomes a two-party agreement. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, I can't, in order for you to uh, join me uh, in my relationship and have all the fruits of my relationship, mm -hmm. um, you have to choose to surrender your will to mine and, and walk with me. Uh, right. So first, at the first level, it's the it's an unbeliever saying, "I, I understand that. Um, I want to join you. I admit that I'm a sinner, uh, and I recognize that you provided the remedy, and I want to accept Christ in my life." He right. says, "Great, Wel welcome into the family." Um, uh, and now you know your eternal destiny. By the way, is going to be with him in eternity. Mm -hmm. At that point, he asks believers, now that you're a believer a second uh, piece of the agreement, and this is now going to be have to be carried out daily. And that is, are you willing to surrender your will 
mm-hmm. self of what's called the flesh and follow me. Right. Um, if you do, um, I now have this beautiful relationship with you and I will fulfill the covenant, which is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, I'm going to give you an abundant life. And the, and it's, the word abundance here isn't just wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's, it's, it would be an inclusive, including financial freedom, but it's more than just all the beautiful things of, that I want to give you in life and work you through all the difficulties and things you have. Um, I will give you that life. Uh, now, he said, if you choose not to, mm-hmm. as a believer, uh, this is Romans 8, 5 to 8, which is where this question's coming from, uh, is because you have chosen not to walk with me and you're operating in the flesh right. on, on your own, uh, you, you, in essence, put to death the spirit that is resident within you and you shunted it off as if it has no power. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in a sense, dead, meaning there's nothing there. Two is you're at enmity against me and you're working against me and I'm working against you and mm-hmm. you cannot please me. Right. Now he says, remember, I've already forgiven you and remembered your sins no more. Mm-hmm. So, so think about how the two come together. He said, at the same time, um, you aren't enjoying the relationship because you've chosen not to walk with me, which I've given you that freedom. Right. Um, okay. And you, and you say, okay, I recognize that. What's the remedy for that person who is functioning in the flesh? Um, I understand, you know, that I'm not experiencing mm-hmm. the abundant life. Uh, what's, what's the remedy that he offers us? That simple repentance. Yeah. Yeah, what about now? Yeah, see, he just, he just says, um, uh, and this, is, this has to do with this comment about I choose not to hold your sin against you, is mm-hmm. see, we, we focus on the sin. Yeah. I did this. I'm doing this. I'm struggling with pornography. I'm struggling with uh, mm-hmm. other issues in life, and, um, and I'm trying to fix it, trying to fix it, trying to fix it. And if I'm going to have a relationship with God, I've got to go get that fixed. And then maybe mm-hmm. he'll, he'll accept me. He said, no. He said, remember, at the cross, I already did it. I've already mm-hmm. not remembered your sins. It's not about your sin. And by the way, you can't go fix anything. Right. Just recognize that uh, because of your lack of of choosing to abide with me and, and be led by the Holy Spirit, who's going to guide you into all truth, you are at enmity against me. You're mm-hmm. experiencing that because I can't change that. I can't alter that I'm God and you're not. I can't alter that mm-hmm. I'm the king and, you, and you're the, the, to be the subject and the, and the daughter and the son in, mm-hmm. the, in the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and if you choose not to, you separate out the ability for you to receive it. But once you acknowledge it and you say, oh, I got it, sorry, um, mm-hmm. I repent. And repent means turn, turn around 180 degrees. Right. Stop going the way of the flesh and just come back to the relationship. I, right. I, 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 I uh, surrender my will uh, and I want to come back and I want to abide and I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see what he does is say, okay, now because... I remember your sins no more, and it's already been completed. I welcome you back instantly. Right. And I don't even talk to you about the sin. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just welcome back. Uh, Let's go. Uh, And let's go enjoy the life that I have for you, and I'm I'm pleased that you're back. Now he says um, the way to live that out is you got to do that daily. So you got to do that all mm-hmm. the time. We're, we're not in a position to where, okay, I'm back, and yet I go back to the flesh. Right. Uh, well, he said, well, you just walked away again, and now you're at enmity against me again. Uh, right. So stay with me. But because I, I don't remember your sins anymore, um, I have now uh, allowed you to come back instantaneously, mm-hmm. be restored. And his comment is, welcome back. Uh, I rejoice Let's go forward. 
Um, and then again, and by the way, as you're walking with me, that's where your power is going to be to not turn back to the flesh. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's where that strength is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Paul, see, that's why Paul makes this statement that we actually went over in mm -hmm. Romans chapter 12. And that is Romans chapter eight, verse 12 to 17 is, um, you're not obligated to be living mm -hmm. by the flesh, but rather it should be more normal that you're living by the spirit as a child right. of God being led by the spirit. Right. Um, and so what, what he wants us to do see is flip everything. And that is we tend to think I'm a sinner. I'm lousy. I, I know I do this. Uh, I struggle. Probably I'm going to live a life of struggle. Mm -hmm. um, and not get that much help from God. Hey, once in a while, a couple of good things happen. But by the way, I always expect what I, what I call the other shoe to drop. Yeah, because right. I hear this all the time. You know, I'm I'm being blessed. I've been blessed, but I don't expect this to last very long <laughs> because mm -hmm. uh, it's going to get bad again. You know, uh, and Paul says, well, why don't you reverse that? And he said, I've learned that it's normal to be led by the Spirit, yeah. and once in a while you exit through the flesh, but you know it immediately. Because why? Mm -hmm. Well, he said, you've lost your peace, you've lost freedom, you've lost joy, and a lot of times you've gone to unforgiveness, mm -hmm. uh, that you, you know it, so you sense it. Something's not right. He said, yeah, you're not right because you're in the flesh. Okay, and, and see, right. what happens is you re realize the remedy. Well, why don't you just repent and come on back? Uh, right. So what happens to me is whenever I feel the loss of peace or the loss of freedom, the loss of joy. Uh, I already understand something's wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> something that's wrong right. is me. Mm -hmm. um, and I exited because I went to fear. I went to anxiety. I went to figuring this out on my own. Um, and I just said, whoops, got it. Sorry. I repent. I'm coming back to you. Going to be abiding with you. Uh, and take me further now. Let me be led by the Holy Spirit, which remember is because I've surrendered my will to him. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so I, I surrender my will again. Let's go. Um, and what happens is that your what I call your time away from that vibrant relationship mm -hmm. gets shorter and shorter and shorter because yep. the sensitivity rises up uh, mm -hmm. that in a sense you don't stay out very long because why would you? Um, right. and you recognize, well, the remedy is just to come back and then he'll, he'll just go from there. Um, mm -hmm. and so, uh, he said, it's normal that you're being led by the Holy spirit, not that it's normal that you're in the flesh. Right. My and choice. I love just reiterating what you're talking about there. You'll, you, you told it one thing. I usually call it surrender intervals. My yep. surrender intervals, yeah. the longer <laughs> I walk with them get shorter and shorter so that I'm quicker to come back in that surrender. But again, just emphasizing that difference between sometimes what we do, we do get forgiveness and repentance confused. And I know we've talked about that before, but it's, you know, what Rich is describing here is not asking forgiveness and then going straight back to your own, <laughs> your own idea again right. and staying in the flesh. Right. It is doing an about face and God, what do you have to say? And stepping back into what he has, not what we have. Yep. And that's where that life comes back in and that surrender interval. You yeah. Know? Um, and the, uh, you know, the one thing about, uh, you know, the exit um, is, as, I, as I've learned it, uh, and once in a while, he'll say, okay, do you understand that you have a pattern of exiting? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Let me, right. let me heal that up. I had this uh, shown to me. This was many, many years ago. Um, I had a dream. Mm -hmm. uh, and the dream uh, was um, Linda and I were back in our first house in California. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was exactly oh, this was the one you bought on the credit card bought, bought on credit card uh, <laughs> and it was a brand new house twenty five thousand dollars and and you can imagine that in California it, you know it was crazy back then uh, but um, we were back in that house and um, and I was, <laughs> I was dreaming that I woke up at night and all the windows and all the doors were open mm -hmm. um, and so I was concerned about it and so I went outside um, to see what was the, what was the issue. And I turned around and I noticed that the, that, uh, these certain windows and certain doors were wide open. Mm. Um, and that there was, uh, uh, 
black things moving inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I woke up. Uh, and so I said, okay, Father, what's that? He said, he said, you know, in your life, and I've, I'd learned about forgiveness and repentance. Right. He says, in your life, you've got some doors open. You've got some windows mm-hmm. open uh, that are allowing you to get drawn outside Mm. Um, and you're seeing the impact of that. He says, so he said, come, you know, come back and let's now go deal with those windows and doors that are open in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, great. Good. Um, and so um, there's, there's periodically, most of the time as you repent, uh, he just says, welcome back. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a while, he's going to say, well, do you recognize that? <laughs> you got some windows and doors open mm-hmm. um, and I need to heal those up. Uh, you can't do it, but I can. So are you willing right. to go now? Let me heal this up because the enemy's got this uh, temptation process that you right. follow. Um, so let's heal it up. Okay, great. Let's go. So, um, uh, and again, even then it's a joy. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it so that you don't, you don't have this issue anymore, you know, in your right. life. And it's like, right. yeah, great. Hallelujah. Well, we're we're out of time already. Gosh, uh, oh, it's, that went uh, quick. It's remarkable. Uh, we'll continue with our discussion uh, next week on uh, uh, what it means to be led by the Holy Spirit and the roles of the Holy Spirit, um, and how beautiful it is. It's just it's hard to describe it because there's such distortion about what they they think the Holy Spirit's right. like. Either it's non-existent, right. eh, I don't want to pay any attention to it, and I don't I don't need to. Or it's strange uh, and right. weird. Uh, so, uh, and all all you and I can say is, well, you're missing out on the on the beautiful, right. precious, precious life of God, which is spectacular. Right, um, and it's beautiful. And something that Jesus Himself said was was going to be even better than walking the earth with Him. Yeah, that's what's incredible. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Hey, I'll I'll uh, I'll have it even better." Um, so I yeah. threw up on the on the thing questions. Uh, if you uh, have a question about the Holy Spirit or something else you'd like to talk about, uh, write in like, like uh, this uh, lady did. Uh, we'd love to deal with these issues uh, together. Uh, put it on the comments section of the YouTube or email us at questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And we'll uh, love to uh, pick it up and use it to help all of us uh, what it means that uh, this beautiful walk with God that uh, we can't say enough about how fantastic this life is. So, Kathy, we will have a great weekend, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next next uh, Monday. That sounds great. Have a great weekend, Rich. Okay. Take care, All everyone. Right. Bye, everybody. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.